0: My name is Sherry Wilson. I'm the owner of Genius Owl Limited Company. And I have to say that I am number one, having a great hair day, coach. And also, I am full of ideas. I've got some merch and stuff I'm working on. Super excited about it. So, everybody stay tuned. Go ahead and introduce yourself, coach. And we'll get started on this topic.
1: My name is Greg McNeil. Um, I go by coach and um, a doctoral student um, in regenerative leadership. Uh, business owner, and I would say that my 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 real role and mission is to um, find sustainable ways to help people to achieve life goals and dreams. And and for me, these are largely intangible elements in people's lives, right? Yeah. Um, By the time I meet people, I would say that most of them have a pretty good idea of what they want to do with their money, with that material aspect of their lives. Yeah. Um, It's the other part of the puzzle that uh, when they struggle, that's where I come in. Yeah. right. So I'm that guy.
0: Yeah. And
1: uh, and I'm glad to uh, have the opportunity to be a part of people's wonderful life journeys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's a lot of fun. You know, we're right in the middle. Uh, Let's see. We've had... Uh, six sessions of our coaching intensive and uh, we're to the point where things are starting to click, 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 click. And so it's uh, it's really a lot of fun. Um, so, all right. In our pre-show convo, I shared a recent experience um, that I don't want to uh, broadcast, but um, I was lied to, coach. And it wasn't just you know, a little white lie, the entire narrative was false. And, and it wasn't like an oversight or anything like that. There had been some previous conversations. And then by the time I had the conversation, this individual knew the facts and still chose to lie. So my question to you in our pre-show convo is, can we talk about why people lie and I had a, I had like a epiphany um, when we were talking. It's like, oh, the narrative supports an agenda, a motive. We've talked about this before, but not in the aspect of lying. And then you also brought out something I wanted you to hit on too, Coach, on it then becomes part of nature. Like it's part of um, like they've been doing it for a while, so it's like a historic thing going yeah. on, and I have some thoughts on that. But can you can you kind of dive into that a little bit, Coach?
1: Well, I was saying that you know, so I mean, why people lie and all of these things. So let's just say the answers to those questions are varied, but ultimately there is a. There is a necessity. There's a skill. There's something that they need to protect. There's an agenda that they may have. There's a need that they have not met. Right. Um, And for some people, that's how they go about meeting needs. Now, what I was also saying is that in most cases, there's a historical context to it. Okay. So um, there's a pattern. So Like in the example that we're talking about, where the individual had lied to you, we actually find out that um, in terms of service, the individual had been actually receiving the service that he paid for for a number of years. It may not have looked the way that he wanted it to look, but the service was available. Was his need met? Obviously not. Not entirely. So... He had a choice. He could just say, hey, look, this is what I need, which is up front, which is what we like to think conscious people do. They just come to someone else and say, excuse me, can we address this? Yeah. Or they take a circuitous route. They go circular. And then once they start going into circular routes, then that's when they start telling stories.
0: Lies. So in this
1: case right here, that's exactly right. We call them lies, right? (laughs) Lies, mythologies, Right. (laughs) porkies (laughs) but in this case right here here is a a situation where this person has probably been needing something for a long time okay and on a certain level he has not known how or learned to develop the skills to address that squarely openly
0: okay so So he's a coward too
1: well, I don't know if I would say that, but that's all right.
0: <laughs> I'm a little salty, Coach, because I don't like that's being be right.
1: too. It's good. That's why we work together, right? Because sometimes that's me over there with the bucket of salt, well, right? Well, like, yes. Dance, but, but with all,
0: you know, saltiness aside, I get what you're saying. There there could be yeah. a fear there.
1: Yeah. And in and, and many cases, that's exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about some sort of fear, Um You know, maybe I don't feel quite confident. Maybe I don't want to feel as though I'm going to be putting somebody out. Whatever the thought that's in his head, there's a historical context. Okay. That's creating that dynamic, right? Just And it could work in reverse too, you know, because you have some people that are like a bull in a china shop, right? Yeah. And they just run roughshod all over people. Guess what? Um, that behavior too has to be corrected. So you could say it's on the opposite yeah. end of the scale, right? Only separated by degree, but in both instances, we still have to correct that behavior, right? Yeah. But I'm saying, so historically, there's something there that we want to address, right? It's like, look, why are you lying?
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Why do not you just tell me what you needed? Where's that coming from? You know, how long have you been sitting on this unmet need? Right. Yeah. Um, and i would say almost in all cases um you're going to be touching on one of those types of things right Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you want attention you feel like you're not getting enough attention so your life becomes built on storytelling Mm
0: -hmm. right or Or, lies that's right or
1: it could be it could be you, you see what i'm saying wherever there's the deficit right Wherever there is a deficit. So just imagine you're looking at a clock, right? You got one through 12. Mm-hmm. Each one of those numbers, theoretically speaking, you could say they could represent an event in someone's life, one through 12. Yeah. You know, some people can have, they may only have two out of the 12. That may be a challenge for them. But in those two areas in their lives, even though the other 10 are just great. But those other two areas are probably significant for them in some regard. And no matter what or how great everything else looks, those other two areas are the ones that they have to address in their life's journey because it it has some significance for them at some areas in their lives.
0: Coach, this is helpful. Um, you know, one of my core values, uh, the three that I live by, one of them is, um, honesty, honesty and integrity. Um, but when you said lying is a, a, a at least at this level where it's like, I mean, bold faced, like literally you could get evidence and be like, why did you say that? That it becomes a skill, which he may not be that good at actually, cause it didn't take much to figure out. But, um, so when you said that, and like, there's this historic thing, I instantly thought back to when I was a teenager, so, um, you know, my dad, bless his heart, he just, you know, kept getting into these marriages with these crazy people, so by the time I was uh, 13, I hated everybody, there there was not a single person, except for my grandmother, I would say, my Aunt Debbie, that I just, I didn't, I could care less, and, um, you know, very wounded. And uh, I was grounded from the age of like 13 to, well, probably about 14 to 16, which that didn't stop me. I still, you know, snuck out every night, did things I shouldn't have done. But um, I became extremely skilled at lying. And I remember uh, standing in front of my last uh, stepmother and my agenda. So this is crazy. So people are probably be like oh my gosh but I'm just going to tell you how ornery I was so I don't have any room to judge um, I remember standing in the doorway I had been busted for sneaking out and you know party and stuff and um, so she's like you know I, you're just grounded all the time I said yep and she said well do you promise that you know you'll stop I said sure and on the inside I'm like <laughs> here's my agenda. This is what I was thinking, because at this point I hated her so much. I mean, we were getting in physical fights that my goal was to drive her insane. And mm. so I was doing mind games and it's like, Oh, absolutely. And I could manipulate and lie like a pro. And, mm. um, and I had no intention, but when you said there's a motive, there's an agenda behind lying. Uh, mine was, I was going to punish the one that, to me, hurt me more than anybody else. And sure enough, she did have a breakdown one night and um, she ended up having to move out and then my grandmother took care of me and I was an angel at that point. Um, But when you said that, I'm thinking, man, that is so true. Like whether it's fear or you don't want to disappoint someone or you do want to harm people, you know, like if your heart is at that place, There is a motive because there's always a motive and agenda behind the narrative. Are motive and agendas the same? For me, my motive was to hurt. My agenda was to drive her nuts. That to me is a little bit different, but, you know, so (laughs) coach, here I was all fussy and salty and now you're making me have compassion for this guy. But anyway, go (laughs) ahead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's like this is where you have to remember what my work is, right? (laughs) It's kind of like I I have to see them both. I have to call them out, right? (laughs) But I still have to, I still have to make the, I have to do two things. I have to make the one, the two, and the two, the one, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Which is another way of saying, like, look, um, recognize that we're all connected, and yet we're all individuals as well. Yeah right? So um, I get it. I mean, I get it. I mean, I really do. Um, And I'm not going to be a person that says that I like um, the results uh, that can occur from lies, right? I get it. But for me, whenever I'm addressing any type of issue, context is so important for me for my understanding. Um, Because context gives you the picture, it gives you mm-hmm. the it gives you the full picture and and for me um i need that um because without the ability to to see clearly what um is happening i'm cautious at that point yeah you know i'm 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 not comfortable um i'm not comfortable diving in to a situation midstream if I don't know what's going on. It's sort of like encountering an argument. Two people are arguing and you think you're going to jump in and help someone, but you don't really know how it actually got started. So you could be in danger of being more disruptive by intervening something that you don't know was happening. Um, So, you know, having said all of that, You know, what is the context? So history, historical information relative to, in this case here, this situation that we're talking about, it helps me to understand it. Now, that doesn't change uh, my thoughts on it. So let's just say, for instance, I can say, I don't like the fact that you lied, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't like that. But I am going to get a, a sense of why you are doing it. So once we kind of get the context going, then it's like, OK, so now let's figure out what you need, because now we know why you're lying. But now we know you need something because you cannot persist in this behavior because this takes you further away from what you want. In this case here, if you have an excellent consultant that is ready to help you in your business, you would not want to undermine that relationship because you're not able to address fundamental fears that you have that cause you to uh, create behaviors that really undermine your ability to succeed as a business owner in your local community environment or your family, right? So let's figure out what the hell that is. Why are you doing that? What's going on? You know, it's like, where are your minerals, right? We Mm want to know.
0: Yeah. And,
1: um, And I think to me, that's where the word goes. It's like, let me figure out what that is. Once I have context, then I'm ready to let's put together a strategy, a plan, or something. Let's let's develop what we need to develop.
0: Okay, so, but in this situation, like, my client is a different party, and I, I have to work with this individual to fulfill that client's goal. So I don't really want to have a conversation with them because I don't have to. And I'm wondering if it might make it worse in this context. Like, if he was um, a direct client, I would have to, because I'm not going to work with people that cannot be truthful. So I need to get, you know, I need to get some data here. And, and, and a lot of people don't know that, um, I have lie detection training too. So I'm, I'm looking for this stuff. If I can see you, then you can guarantee I'm looking to make sure there's honesty here. Um, but, Are there times where, you know, you just kind of note, okay, that's what that person does. And then you adjust your maybe mental, like, okay, so I probably am not going to get the truth. So we can put things in place for ourselves when maybe a conversation isn't helpful. Or is a conversation usually helpful?
1: So the gift is always in the question. That's Mm -hmm. how I like to approach it. So if I know somebody has a tendency to lie, right? Um, But let's say they may not really mean any harm. They just can't. They just can't. Sometimes they just can't help it. It's like, oh, I love this guy, but he just lies his ass off, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So then my brain has already contextualized that. So I know that I have certain types of conversations with this person and not right yeah that, that doesn't mean that i completely dismiss him it just means that when i see it was like oh what's going on here you know because guess what that person might actually have some some news and that's the one thing about information they may actually have some they may have value or let's say they do have value but we just determine how we relate to them
0: okay right mm-hmm. so and i mean
1: and, and that's me right because i like to for instance I like information. I decide how I'm going to use it. Not all information is is uh, valuable for me or I can't make use of it. But some of the best sources of information can come from people who you could very easily dismiss. So for me, this is why I kind of train myself to be able to hear everyone and then filter it, mm, right? That's it's good, like, coach. Oh, it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, so for instance, like, somebody says, well, I can't stand that person. And it's like, that's probably the one you should be listening to. Because it's your, you know, if you say that person is your enemy or somebody you can't stand, then um, know something about who they are and what they're doing, because they may have something there for you. That's Mm kind of like how I look at it, right? Because um, not one person group location on the planet has all the information it comes from everywhere right and um and if it's true what the singer says what if god is one of us then you have no idea where your information is coming from because sometimes the fool might have it Mm -hmm. (laughs) sometimes the liar might have it right yeah but what do we do with them okay so again so just not to get too far away from the point it's like I can listen to the person, I can hear them, but if I already know what kind of tendencies they have, then I know how to work with their information, okay. right? You know, so I- imagine that we have different filing cabinets. Yeah. So this one filing cabinet says questionable information, investigate. The other one says straight up bullshit, put to the side. And then the other one says question mark, Right. Keep your ears open. Yeah. Right. And this is just based off of the person that just brought you some information. So it's like, hmm, how am I hearing them? Well, I know that they can have a tendency to lie. Right. But maybe they might be having a, They might have a tendency to lie to me because they want to impress me. Right. Okay, Well, if I know they have that tendency, then let me just stop and listen and let them keep talking, because chances are they're going to get around to something. And when you hear it, you'll actually know that they told you a truth. Okay. Because that's one of the things that actually happens sometimes when you're lying. You -hmm. know, that the more you talk, the more the truth that you tell.
0: (laughs) Making a face right now because I'm not sure about that. Well, I have to test your statement, Coach. I'll have to put it to the test.
1: Yeah, so I would just say this. So even though the part of you that may say, man, I cannot deal with this person, just... Hold still for just a second, right? Mm-hmm. Just sit down there and just listen, and you'll be surprised, right? Yeah. Now, again, I'm just going to say this. Um, most of us, and I want to make sure that I hit the question, agenda and motive. Well, to me, that sounds like wordplay. Okay. Because they both ultimately, to me, suggest the same thing, right? If I have an agenda, I ultimately I have a goal. Yeah. If I have a motive, I still have a goal.
0: To me, right? it's almost like the motive is the driving force, though. You know, like it could be good or bad.
1: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Motive, agenda, you know, like it, the application of either one of the terms is really down to the person.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So you can have a motive. You can have an agenda that is entirely um, harmonious, Christ-like, if you will, Mm -hmm. right? Just as easy as you can have an agenda to say, I'm going to try to drive somebody out of their mind. (laughs)
0: Yes, (laughs) yes. Yes, I almost did that. Okay, so back to the value thing. When I think about this individual, there's actually a lot of value that he brings to the working relationship with all of us. Um, Mm -hmm. He's very good at what he does. Uh, Mm -hmm. His staff is fabulous. Um, We're very pleased. And I think maybe that's what kind of caught me off guard. It was like, why would you do that when, like, you've got such a great reputation for taking care of us and working with us, why would you run it all by lying about this thing that is so easily disputed? Um, and that that's probably what kind of, what? Like that is so weird. I don't understand why you would do that.
1: So if I go back to the idea of the clock and I said there's 12 hours um, or there's 12 situations yeah, And then let's just say that there's two. We could just say that Whoops. they could be um, weaknesses, if you will. Like Superman has an issue with kryptonite. Yeah. So out of the 12 things, right, the one issue that Superman has is with kryptonite. Okay. Mm-hmm. The other 11 things with him is just fantastic. It's like, yay. But kryptonite will take him out. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm saying is that... You can have a life that on many levels appears to be extraordinary. Mm-hmm. But if there is something that is a challenge for you in this life that you have to work on in this life uh, for that individual, it can be pretty significant. And yeah. to the one on the outside looking at it, it's like, really, man, you 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 you're making a big deal over this. Mm-hmm. But from the outside looking at it, it can look small. But to the person that has to deal with that aspect of themselves within their life journey um, and the, the the different connections that that lesson can have for that person, it can be pretty intense, right?
0: Yeah, that's good, Coach. You know, when I think back to um, not long after I moved here, um, you know, and, and when you mentioned that skill thing and just all this stuff that was going on in my background, the context, I guess you would say, I had to actively start reversing being an untruthful person, lying. Like it was so much a part of me that I could just say whatever and it would just come out. There was like nothing, you know, like there was no reason. So when I look back, I was like, okay, I want to be a person of integrity, and truth. And so I literally had to start training myself um, to face fear of rejection or fear of disappointment or whatever that looked like and start being a truthful person. So if I hadn't have done that work, I mean, even as a teenager, I went to work on it because I, you know, I knew it was wrong. Um, then what happened is my life tra- trajectory went different, where if I did not do the work, I could very easily be that person that just lies and it doesn't appear that there's any reason to do so.
1: You know, I mean, it's when we get comfortable doing things, when they become habits for us, Mm. they become habits. They become automatic. They they become automatic ways. Um, They just become automatic ways.
0: So lying Um, can be a habit.
1: Oh, it absolutely is a habit. Especially Mm -hmm. when you, um, I would say the best way for me, this is how I would look at it to contextualize lying is to put it in, um, the context of survival. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily mean somebody is trying to kill you, but it could be something like emotional, psychological, right? Yeah. Um, the desire to be needed, um, seen as worthy. I mean, what, again, whatever in that person's life journey is that they have to work on. Right. Mm -hmm. Let me give another example here. This woman comes in. She's five, nine and a half, Mm -hmm. 39 years old. Uh Gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Okay. And for the most part, very successful. Okay. So, men and women both recognize that she's very attractive and that she has a lot of positive things going on. Yeah. And for the most part, the person is very much well-liked. But you happen to know this person closer than other people. And in that conversation, you actually find out that she's got some things going on with her that are real challenges. And I mean significant. But nobody outside of her ever knows that she deals with that. Yeah. And they'll never know that she deals with it until she has a situation in which something is exposed. And then all of a sudden, one day somebody goes around a corner. They hear her talking to somebody on the phone. And when they hear her talking, they're like, oh, my God, did you hear the words that came out of her mouth? I mean... That woman is mean. I mean, you know, like dominatrix mean. excuse me for that. And, you know, but I'm just saying just, <laughs> sorry, listener. but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm saying that the woman is just like, vicious. She's, she's vicious, but on the surface, oh my goodness, you think she's great. Mm-hmm. So with everything that she's got going on and then all of a sudden people are like, you know what? She, I noticed that she doesn't really keep any men. You know, like, well, you know, what what happened? I mean, everyone out, and I see it with a man and then I go right? And then some people say, well, you know, women like her, she's so beautiful, men can have, you know, like issues. But then the person that really knows it is like, no, she's a man eater. She's a vampire. She's not a nice woman. She just looks great,
0: but she's really a dragon. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, this is funny, but yes, I do.
1: All right. And, and and so what I'm saying is one of the things that we have to, to do is you have to learn how to look through it. Mm-hmm. Right? You just have to learn how to look through it. And so for me, this is why I like to say, look, this is, of course, I'm more than the cover But at the same time, I'm saying, don't get it twisted. I'm going to let you know who I am right now. So you're not going to be surprised about me. A hundred
0: percent. Exactly. Yes.
1: And that is the development on the journey. That's the courage that we take people to. And, um, And that's when the lying stops. And that's when the life becomes much more authentic.
0: Man, coach, I mean, if you think about it and like your dragon lady, you know, the dragon dominatrix, um, that's lying to yourself. I mean, I... and lying just by how you're living, like you're projecting something that's not uh, truth. It's not authentic, like you say. You know, one of the things that Dorina says, she said, she's like, I never have to guess what Sherry is saying. Now. In the past, I was that rude person where, you know, like if someone, (laughs) I'll never forget. This is where I started learning. I was only in my 20s, but this lady was wearing a dress where she looked like a pickle. I mean, the color and everything. It was terrible. (laughs) And she said, do you like my dress? I said, no, you look like a pickle. You need to go get that thing off and put something else on. And thank goodness that person had a good sense of humor and it didn't hurt them. And they were like, you know, I think I agree, but I could see the taken aback when I said they looked like a pickle because no one would think, you know, Hey, I look like a pickle or a lime or whatever, an orange. And, um, but I realized, wait a minute, you can, you can be truthful, but you don't have to slam people into the ground, like in a rear naked choke and choke them out with your words. And so What I tell people, I say, if you don't wanna know, do not ask me. I will be tactful, but I'm gonna tell you um that is not flattering or that haircut, I you know, one of the things I would say is hey, if you like it. Like, I won't be like, you know, it wouldn't work for me, but hey, if it works for you, go for it. You know, like I'll say stuff like that, which is basically like, that's hideous. So if anybody ever hears me say that, I'm just trying to be nice.
1: And I just think that, no, there's something else too. Um, You have to be able to speak truth to people when they ask it. Yeah. Uh, That used to be a challenge with me, right? I'm like, ah, because the worldview that I was coming up with, you know, like, uh, uh, there was a problem with direct knowledge or answers. Yeah. And um, so that was a bit of a challenge for me. And I was like, man, you know, I'm never going to be able to be in a relationship if I can't just speak my mind, right? So there for a while, I was literally kind of like touch and go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we don't have to tell no lies here, right? You know, and, um, <laughs> but just this past weekend, you know, there was a function at uh, at the uh, hospital there and. In uh, Santa Fe, and Laura Lee was like, uh, "Would you be able to go?" And I said, "No, nah, look, love, I, 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 I can't. I got this work I got to do." And so she's putting on these outfits. She says, "What do you think about this?" No. <laughs> First thing I said, I was like, like, no, I said, that does not look, I said, that doesn't look relaxed. I said, you look uptight, right? Not to mention, it's not going to be warm enough. It's cold up there right now, right? And she was like, okay. And then it's like, not that you. You need these boots, right? You know, it's like, I'm a clothes horse when it comes to women clothes. I can't dress any woman. (laughs) Anyway, but she understood that, you know, she appreciated it, Mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she was asking for the truth and I gave her the truth, but I didn't do anything other than say, no, I don't think that outfit is working. I didn't stick a fork in her. Yeah. Right. That's the difference. Right. right. And this, this is where we can decide how we want to, um, deliver the truth. That's right? good
0: coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Cause, Cause we can, we don't want to hurt him. We could say, Hey, look, this is just me. Um, I like your eyes. I like this. But when I'm looking at your color, I don't see that really working for you, (laughs) you know, as opposed to like, oh, my God, you look like a walking crayon box,
0: right? (laughs) I have a friend, Coach. So I know we need to go. You got work. I just got to share this. So I had a, a meeting with a friend, and this individual was wearing a shirt. And, hey, he's an eye. He likes this kind of stuff. I don't. And it had all these like little squigglies just everywhere. Like the whole shirt was these little squigglies. And they were mm-hmm. all different colors like from a crayon box. And all I could think of, so this is me, Coach, just so people know what's happening inside. It might be scary, but I'm trying to pay attention to what this individual is saying. And all I can think about is his shirt. And then it looks like color worms, There's like all these little worms squiggling around. I'm like, worms, just worms keeps like floating around in my head. And I almost said something like, don't ever wear that with me ever again. Like, if you know I'm coming, don't you wear that shirt. But, you know, I'm not going to say, hey, do you know you're wearing a shirt that looks like you have a bunch of colorful worms on it and I can't focus? That would have hurt his feelings, but I was thinking it, coach. I was thinking it.
1: Like, man, you make me feel like I need to be at the lake fishing with all (laughs) the worms on your shirt, right?
0: And I don't like worms, so I was like, I need to get out of here. (laughs) And, you know, but
1: again, so as we're wrapping this up, Mm -hmm. I just want to say this. One, I call lying a learned skill. Yeah. Right? I'm not saying that it's, I'm not trying to justify it.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm just saying I get it. Yeah, Um, that it is born typically out of a condition, a circumstance. Mm -hmm. And so if we can understand the conditioning and the circumstances by which the the lying behavior is occurring, then we actually help the person to fortify themselves in that area. So as they say, each one of us is born with an Achilles heel, tendon. The manifestation of that, implies that we have a vulnerability
0: yeah
1: but that vulnerability is relative to the person and their own life journey right yeah and so some things can be covered up
0: Mm. beauty
1: physiques economics institutional power you name it you can cover it But once you start to peel away, and that's what life is, life always reveals the circumstance that you got to work on. Um, And so when we recognize that it's like, you know what, I can do this better. Once we commit to the work, we change, we grow, we get better. And then we find that those behaviors that don't serve us, right, um, that we used to engage in, we can start to let them go because we recognize that something happens to us when we have to try to exist in that spot. Yeah. right if you try to exist in the world of a lie you can never get to truth right because you have to keep going down that sensational path because you've you've set up your life structure to be protected that way yeah so when you're ready to break that life down and live one much more authentically then you stop you stop dropping the lies or you start co- start coming clean or you just say to somebody it's like you know what Um, I'm about to say something that's not true. And what's really going on is that I'm scared to be vulnerable.
0: Mm -hmm. When When you said that protection coach, that's a huge reason probably behind a lot of it.
1: Oh, it is because this is, we've been trained that we have to protect something. And this is Mm. one of the chief reasons why I reject identity the construct of identity once you get beyond what we call place and who are your people. Mm -hmm. So when somebody says, hey, who are you? You say, well, my name is Sherry. Sherry, where are you from? I'm from Clovis, right? Guess what? I don't need any other information, right? Mm -hmm. Because the principle of gender is in play in the universe. So as soon as I see you, I know that you are a female and a woman, right? Everything else you do is your business, right? Mm -hmm. I don't you don't have to be identified by, by those activities or things like this. This is, hey, my name is Sherry. Um, I have a business owner. I'm a business owner. I'm married. I love God. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's To me, that's it. Yeah. Right. And um, you didn't even have to say the last part, but that would have been but it. But I do. And I
0: think,
1: yeah. And you know, I get it, Right. And I think everybody should, if they if they really understand why they're walking and breathing, they should, right? But they but but because of identities and paradigms, right? They they are separated from the connection. Mm-hmm. And so I try to stay away from things that stop me from being connected, right? Mm, that's and good, so, coach. Yeah. So it's kind of like, no, I'm interested in what is real. And that's the work I try to do with people. It's like the more stuff you have to defend the more you're likely to get into that territory of lying getting defensive or something that's not quite authentic so the less you can leave that behind the more the real person can can show up
0: that's so good coach yeah that is so good well i do feel a little less salty a little less a little less spicy i have to see this person tomorrow i'm gonna have a good attitude I'm gonna recognize the value. I ain't gonna believe a damn word he says, but I will <laughs> listen for anything that's important, like you said to do. <laughs> and you know
1: what? Here's the thing. I mean, there's you know,
0: oh. one of the. I'm just.
1: Let's. We can stop there, everybody. I can going to something else, okay. Sherry. Let's stop right there.